What's up? What's up, guys? Now we are here. <laughs> hey, hey, that was funny. I was like, so that 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 must have been the setup you had last time for the uh, yeah. the other live. Okay, I got it. Okay, that that was kind of funny. I was like, yeah. hey, what's up? we're live right now. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I was like, okay, we just went right into it. But hey, here we are. Here we are. We should have actually tried to change it up to the one that Kyle yeah. is missing because he did that for you. Because you were not at the live for the schedule release. Oh, so. that's right. Exactly correct. Yeah. So. And by the way, that schedule release video was so sick. I've probably seen that it like so ten times. I so do, yo, yo, and and uh, Aether. Just so you know, uh, we lost our game on Thursday. So pissed off. I, I'm, I'm. Hey, I like to win. I like to win, baby. So uh, I, I was pretty frustrated about my loss there. But first loss of the season. Take my lumps. It is what it is. So, you know, yeah. anyways. All right, sound, guys. Sound like Al Davis over there. Just win, baby. Just win, baby. What's up? Oh, the Raiders, dude. Let's listen to this. Let's like, damper our conversation about the Raiders, guys. Come on. Yeah. Well, well, speak of that, uh, the schedule release and all the things that – I mean, we we took a lot of shots at a lot of teams through that. Yeah, schedule. we did. I love it, dude. I love, love it. it. But that that little ticket came out how basically – I can't remember the exact words that were on top, but basically it was pretty much FTR. And yeah. that showed like their records in the last like five years. And then the QR code of basically leading them to go get a yeah. job kind of thing. So like, sick. Dude, they, I mean, they just beat them up. And then also the slot machine with all the different various quarterbacks that were going to be on the team. But then they ended up with Garoppolo basically as the jackpot, I guess. So sick. Um, I was, dude, such a good video. I mean, there were so many hits all around there, dude. But yeah, guys, um, Aether, throw out your. Um, yeah. Your your hey, questions, comments, comments, everything like that too. We got some stuff that we want to chat about, free agents and such too. Um, but yeah, we got a, we got a packed show that we'd like to chat with you guys on. So yeah, we, we got a lot we want to discuss, right? We want to talk about free agency quite a bit. I still think there's a few people out there that we should probably go after. Um, by the way, again, I love the draft. You guys are going to be seeing a ton of videos on undrafted free agents. I've already shot all those videos. They're going to be bled out one day at a time. Guys, I I would I, I've done a lot of work on all those undrafted free agents. I'm hyped on them, and I know you did a whole video, James, on that. And and like I'm telling you, like I, there's a theme with this team, right? They like big players, and I remember Brandon Staley making a comment about, you know, it's a man's game. You need a man's body, right? And I remember, like, I really wanted Zay Flowers. A lot of people wanted Zay Flowers, yeah. and yeah. we picked Quentin. You know, big big old Q, but yo, he's he's the prototypical type of players that this team wants, and and that's what we want. So, look, it is what it is, guys. Right? You know, um, I like Q. The more I've studied Q, I think he's been amazing. So I'm I'm excited. Yeah. So so. Well, and it's been cool to be able to see the rookies on field too. Um, seeing Q kind of run some basic little routes and everything too. It's kind of fun to be able to see that and see our guys out there, uh, Dan Hentley. Uh, out there running around doing his thing and yeah you know it's it's just fun that we could actually see the products that we drafted on field and i mean q it's interesting because a lot of people even with a video and everything they were like oh well he like caught the pass and he caught the pass with his hands not his body and everything like that and some people were like well people are saying he can't catch the ball with his hands kind of thing and but look at what you could do here you know and i think those are things that they're probably going to emphasize quite a bit with q and and it's exciting. It's just exciting. And by the way, guys, we ended up signing, and let me even throw that up there too, just yeah, on go the for screen. It. Uh, we did sign six of our players already, which is awesome to see. So uh, and I'm, I'm glad that we already get this out of the way quickly. 
Um, I, you know, I always go back to the Joey Bosa contract and how that held up for so long. The Chargers are basically slow to get them signed for whatever yep. reason. I think a lot of it yep. was just like guarantees and contracts and such too. Quentin Johnson's under contracts, Dan Hendley, Darius Davis, yep. Jordan McFadden, Scott Matlock. Matlock, I always think of the television show when I think of his name. Yeah, yeah, for real, right? And then Max yeah. Duggan. So we're just waiting for Thule to be able to get signed too, which will probably be very shortly. Um, so I'm glad to see that we already got guys under contracts here. Yeah, like, no. have issues. Yeah, and, and 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 that's smart, right? Like, let's 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 get them in camp. The 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 quicker they can be in camp, the better, right? And like, it's just, it's 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 interesting, man. Like, I think about that a lot. And, I, and I'll tell you, I kind of understand why Tuli's sitting out like that because I think he, well, he probably has an agent that thinks, hey, man, you should have been a first round talent. You know, we we, yeah. we should probably go up for more money with you because a lot of people thought he was going to go in the first round. I mean, I, I mean, there there was yeah. I saw some, I saw some, you know like a lot of people thought he was going to go first round. So, you know, I think, I think it's a money conversation at this point, but the, but it doesn't work that way. Right. You know, with the NFL, you, wherever you get picked in your draft is kind of, there's dollar amounts associated with you're the 200th pick, you're the 90th pick, you're the, whatever. It's just, it's a kind of a sliding scale basically. Right. And that's all it is. So uh, I don't know, you know, maybe, maybe who knows. Right. So we'll see, we'll see what yeah. he can do. So, yeah. You know, and it's the thing is, though, too, like if you look at other second round picks or something like that, I mean, generally it's a four year type contract. It's generally around four million to, yeah, five million total kind of contract. Um, I mean, it's it's a big drop from first round pick, basically. Agreed. Yeah, big, big drop. And so, I mean, you really can't try to get a first round, you know, type contract when you got drafted in the second round kind of thing. So 100%. It is what it is. And I mean, I think that it's just more than just going over some of the, some of these small little like bits on the contract, which, you know, that's the right thing to do. That's the right thing to do as a player. You got to make sure you look over all the little things too, injury clauses, all that kind of such. The cool thing about Thule is that he's a younger guy and I kind of hope that he really pans out very well. 20 years old. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, you got to think what his contract's over with. He'll be 24, possibly turning 25. He could get another big contract. And then there's even a chance of getting a third contract with his age. I'm yep. really, really hoping that he actually pans out very well for us. Yeah, I agree. Um, I just agree. for solidifying that edge, nose, I don't know where they're going to end up putting him at, but he might be kind of this tweener kind of player for us um, that I think will be really, really good all around. So I'm excited about it. Darius Davis. I know, uh, I believe Joey just kind of brought up that. Yep. I'm excited about Darius. I think he's going to be an awesome, awesome player. You know, jet sweeps is going to be one thing that we talked about that in one of his interviews that I watched. You know, he's going to take him to the house. And, yeah, big time. Uh, yep. I think he's going to be a great X factor for us. I think he's going to be great. He's one of the fastest wide receivers in the draft. Yep. Um, I'm excited about him. Um, he's going to be great. So, you know, again, I, I don't want to beat a dead horse. I know we talk about the draft so much, but look, look, look at all these guys. Quentin Johnson replacing uh, Mike Williams or Keenan Allen. We we know something's – we can't keep both of those wide receivers next year no. dollar-wise. So we're hoping Q could step in. Um, Thule, the thing about Thule, we got uh, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack getting older, right? Probably can't keep them either. Secondarily – um, you know, Dan Henley, we did not pick up the fifth year contract for, um, our boy, uh, K nine, right. Um, most likely he's not going to be with us next year. So he's a backup backfill for that. Darius Davis. We need more speed. We got Guyton and now we got Darius Davis, more speed. 
Jordan McFadden, guys, a lot of people are sleeping on him. Do they got they got yeah. three thousand snaps? Yeah, three thousand snaps at Clemson. Yeah, and he played all up and down the line. Like, yeah, guys, the thing is, like, I, I I look at this draft and I think, man, it was a perfect draft. It's perfect. And then Scott Matlock, that guy's nasty, man. He's he's yep. the he's the he's the Viking leprechaun, man. That's 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 how I look at him, you know, whatever. <laughs> but then Max Duggan, like guys, I called it. If you were on our live stream, I called it that that he was going to be our seventh round pick. Um, and I, and I'll tell you why I thought that. You know, I just know that we have a lot of like Tom Telesco was specifically saying he wants three to four quarterbacks in camp. And with Max on the seventh round, they're like, this guy's a winner and he's won. Plus, he knows these other two wide receivers that we've already picked up. Yep. So there's Absolutely. a lot of continuity there, right? And that's that's a that's that there's value in that. So I, I like it. So, anyways, we yep. we don't we're not be a dead horse on it, but it's I think it, I think they're great picks. And I and the undrafted free agents are awesome too. Like I think there's a lot there that are gonna be great. So yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, it's really good stuff. And I mean, the one thing too, I, I love that we ended up getting Q or any contract, all the, these six players under contract. Yep. I did look at the salary cap situation. I mean, they haven't given the contract situations or, or values for the other players, but Quentin Johnson costs us basically about 2.5 million towards the cap this year. Okay. Um, okay. That's not that's bad nice. at all. Um, yep. We're about $12.7 million cap space right now. So there is a little bit of a gap there. I mean, obviously we've got to wait for the other contracts to come through. So I'd give or take probably say another, uh, I'd say Thule's contract obviously would be the bigger one from here. That probably roughly around a million, um, probably cap hit for us, a million and a half. Um, we'll have a little bit of money to spend with probably roughly around, I'll probably say about the seven and a half to $8 million. Okay. I mind you, you want to have yep. a little bit of cushion to be able to work with on, you know, injuries that happen in the year and such too. I did also look at our roster right now. We have 88 players right now. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, it's a lot. So you obviously go 90 into camp. Yep. Then it breaks down to the uh, 51 players. Is it 51? Yeah, 50, 53 players. Um, and then you yep. you build out your practice squad from that point. So it's going to be a really interesting thing to see. And and looking at basically free agents and everything too, we got to think we got two positions that are open here, guys. So there is a chance that we could go after some players here. Yep. Um, I mean, I, I have a top 100 list here too. Uh, I think Andrew just brought up a, a link here too to be able to kind of look at some free agents. Yeah, uh, so, so these, this is who we signed. I just kind of wanted to review who we did sign just real quick, and we could just do our, our, our general discussion on who we signed, like, dislike, yada, yada, on our existing yeah. sign, free agency tracker. So don't need to do a whole lot. Um, Kendricks, I'm, I'm hyped on him, dude. Like, I'm, I, look, we all know that Brandon said liked Eric Kendricks over Drew Tranquil. Drew Tranquil was not considered that great. So I'm hyped. Like, yeah. what do you guys think of Eric Hendricks in the chat? Please let us know what you think, right? This guy is rated one of the highest linebackers in the league. And and the, the thing I like about him too is I think he can help dig on Henley as well. Henley, Henley's an athlete, man. That guy's amazing. So yeah. he's played all over the field. He understands coverages. He was a quarterback at one point, wide receiver. He He's done everything. And yeah. now he's a linebacker. So, Kendricks is great. I think Kendricks is a good pickup. I mean, what's your thoughts on the him, James, is specifically on that pickup? You know, I mean, I think he's a very good player. He's be de definitely when he left the Vikings, uh, yeah. a lot of the Vikings fans were pretty sad that he left because he's yeah, kind of been sure. a legendary player for them yeah, for, for a sure. really, really long time. Yep, Great guy, very aggressive at the line, great for the run game. 
Um, pretty solid in the past game, pass coverage kind of game. My my concern about it is it's also 31 years old, like just yep. what you highlighted here. Yeah, 100. Um, you know, you, yeah. we talk about it. It's yeah. huge. It's huge. It, it's 31. I mean, age, age, and all that wear and tear in your body makes a difference. And so, um, I do think he's a very, very solid player all around for us. I think he's going to be a good leader for us. He's going to be a veteran yeah. guy for us. He's a guy that could really teach. You know, not just Thule, but also to say, um, you know, uh, Kenneth Murray. Murray didn't get his um, shit together, dude. Like, I yeah, mean, it, it, like it's weird. Like that guy just has not figured it out. Yeah. I, like, and, and I, 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 like the guy's a freak athlete. He's freakish, but he cannot figure it out. He just yep. misses his, his, hor- uh, it's, I don't know. It's frustrating. I really, I would love to see Kenneth Murray back, but yep. man, he just struggles. You know, yeah. and Dayon, you know, Dayon, more I learned about Dayon, man. Like, I'm, I'm a big fan. So, but Kendricks yeah. is sick. You want a veteran room, right? And and Eric Kendricks is pretty yeah. sick in that regard. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's solid. He's solid. I mean, in Jalen Guyton, to me, is one of those guys that's, we just got to bring him back. It's a speed out, out guy for us. He's a guy that could go out and run those out routes for us. Yep. He's another guy. I, I said a lot going into this year. We need two guys that could be a speed guy for exactly. us. Exactly. And, yep. and Jalen Guyton fits that where well Darius Davis fits that extremely well for us and I hope his knee is going to be well it seems like he's doing well he's working out with the team so I'm excited about it man that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a sick picture I like this picture dude. you see his yeah, eyes and everything freaking ripped right here dude like man I've been saying Kimon Hall is sick dude <laughs> well here's the thing so can I just say this real quick I love that we're bringing people back right yep. we're not just letting people walk we're bringing our players back, and that is a real switch from this team, right? Like, yeah. Kimon Hall yeah. hasn't seen the field a whole lot. I know we yeah. signed him for cheap, which is good. And this is the nice thing about bringing veterans in is you can bring these guys back for cheap because they haven't seen much field time, right? So they have, you know, they can't, their agents can't say, hey, man, this guy, this guy needs more money, right? We, we got him cheap, yeah. you know? And then J.K. Scott, this guy is freaking sick. I, yeah. Look, I would say he's one of the best overall uh pickups that we've had in special teams i'm so hyped on him dude like i think this guy is like ridiculous yeah he's and really good went, went to alabama i had this whole yeah. video thing i wanted to do with him like last year and uh man i've just been so hyped for him dude like i just think he's amazing he's such a weapon and parham forget about it dude what i mean what do you think about jk scott and parham james well, I mean, J.K. Scott's got the best uh, hang time on on his punts. And, I mean, he made our special teams be what it was last year. For real, dude. I mean, we weren't having a lot of people running the ball on us uh, on punts, kickoffs, or anything like that. They were doing – we basically had a very strong special teams because of him. Yes. Um, yeah. I think he was just an absolute weapon for us, and it's a very good thing that we got him back. I was a little worried about him not coming back. Yeah, me I was too. like, oh, man, he yeah. we finally got a stabilization of our – special teams it was interesting there was a conversation i had on facebook where i think it was the 2010 season where the charters basically were number one in defense number one in offense but they were dead last in special teams and we didn't make the playoffs and the special teams is a big factor there's three dimensions to this team and if you have terrible special teams you're going to get eaten up still you could have the best defense best offense and still not make the playoffs And, 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 and and let's talk about this for a second too right like okay deon henley is a special teams beast. Yeah, he's he good. freaking is. He loves special teams. Yeah, and he talked about that a couple times in a few videos. I think with Chris Harry, right? And he said, yeah. "Hey, like I love special teams," and 
that's his job initially, right? Kenneth Murray, that's his role, right? So we think yeah. he's going to replace him, you know, at some probably not this year, but next year maybe. Um, yep. And and then you got you got Darius Davis, aka Lightning Bug. That's my nickname for him, Lightning that's Bug. Right. They call, him, bug, they call him DD or something like that at TCU, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, Lightning Bug sounds way better to me. I mean, that's just freaking yeah. sick. Dude. I love it, dude. I love Lightning Bug. Yeah. You heard it here. You heard it here. Right. Yeah. And then, and then we got Parham, dude. I, dude, bro, I love Parham. I just, yeah. man, he's become a better blocker, right? He was an XFL dude, tall as hell. Man, that guy's a stretch, dude. But like, man, yeah. he's good. Like, he's a great red zone target. And and yeah. and, 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 and James, you and I, we talked about this, like. We had a lot of tight ends we could have gone after in the second round or even the first round. We're like, well, we didn't do it. First round, yeah. Yeah, our tight end room is solid, man. Like, I yeah. I, I, feel comfortable with what we have. And so, you know, it's interesting. So, you know, what do you guys think in the chat as far as Parham is concerned, right? I, I, I love this signing. I think, I'm so glad we got him back and yep. I think it's amazing. And then yeah, Pippen, Parham, Parham could have a big, big factor in the Kellen Moore offense. I'm interested to see where they're going to try to rotate him around. And, and the thing about it is some people even talked a lot about Xander Horvath and how he's going to be thrown around in this offense too. Yep. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, is he going to be kind of more of a tight end fullback kind of hybrid kind of player? Possibly. I mean, the guy is straight yoked. Like the guy Ooh. is straight yoked after the season. I mean, you saw some of his pictures. It was great. Donald yeah. Parham to me coming back two years with us uh, and Gerald Everett also still being with us next cool. year. I think we got some really good setup for for tight ends. I, we could have obviously gone to the top tight end in the draft, but we decided not to go that direction. We don't feel we feel good about our you know tight end room right now. We feel fine with where we're at, and, and I think uh, Brandon Staley brought that up a lot about you know Donald Parham's back for a reason. Yep. So, and by the way, I'm I'm loving this uniform combination right now as I'm looking so at this. Good. Like, it's, it's so, so weird. Like, I keep looking. I'm like, man, that looks so good right there. I mean, I like the baby blue. I love too, but man, this white on yeah. white like that. Man, you know, I, there, I there was this thing in the you know, in the end of the uh, schedule release video where it showed LT in the all Navy oh, jerseys. Dude. So yes. somebody was like, I wonder if that was like an ode to the 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 Navy helmet, because yes. maybe yes. that they're saying like, hey, we're going to bring back the Navy helmet this this year and put it on to one of our. I mean, obviously, we have our Navy helmets through our our, you know. Navy jerseys, which I wish we would wear those more often. I like that combo, the Navy on Navy. Me too. But bringing back like the old school mid two thousand, you know, Charger helmet too would be a cool combination and adjustment on on helmets throughout the season and in in all the uniforms and such too. So I don't know. Somebody just kind of brought that up, and I was like, that would be cool if they did bring back the two thousands. So um, setup. So yeah, but uh, Trey Pipkins, good to have him back. I mean, we how many times have we had issues with the right tackle? Yeah, like. I'll take it all day to be able to bring back Trey Pipkins. And, you know, I think we got a good, I think that the big thing that they brought back Trey and Trey was basically saying like charges were who I wanted to be with anyways, yep. his interview yep. that he had. Yep. I yep. wanted to be here the whole time anyways. Yep. And so he, I think we have a good room and chemistry between our groups on our team. So for instance, yeah. like tight end, I think we just got a good chemistry there that they feel good to keep those guys here. Offensive line. I think they felt good with the guys that they had there and they wanted to make sure Trey Pipkins comes back and make it a priority. Just add another guy like McFadden, who I think is going to be a great versatile guy for our O-line for us. To be honest, I really hope that it's going to be another, another Jamari Sawyer for us. That's a very versatile guy. Too. Big time. Yep. So, I mean, it's really, really good, man. Really good to be able to have him back yeah. and have stability on the right tackle. For yeah, sure. Pipkins ain't easy, dude. Like I tell you what, dude, Pipkins ain't easy, baby. Pipkins ain't easy, baby. I'm telling you, man. Like, like I'm so glad we brought him back. And look, 
a lot of people like like to, you know, bash on Telesco about our draft and our draft picks and stuff. But, but here's my point. Like, sometimes you get players and they need to be development. I mean, I, I always think about JT Woods, right? So we're going to talk about another person I think could be a JT Woods, um, you know, a target we could go after because we don't think JT Woods is ready at this point. But yeah. My point is, like, look, at the end of the day, guys, we need to figure out, like, it's it's okay to have guys on the bench. And this yeah. team keeps bringing in veterans, and they need to learn from these veterans. Like, how do you get yourself ready for the game? And, you know, we talked about my softball game, dude. Like, man, mentally it's tough sometimes. You just, you, you know, yeah. you, you you make a mistake. You're like, ah, man, and you get in your head about it, and you, and you make more mental mistakes. And, you know, teams – you know, I play in high levels, right? So, okay, second base is screwing up. Third base is screwing up. So we're just going to keep hitting to that guy and until they can make a play. And that's how it works, guys, in any sport, right? Pick a ball, football, anything. And so, you know, it, and, and the thing about Trey is, like, mentally he's done well. He's done a great job, you know. So I'm, I'm hyped that we got him back. Yep. We signed our boy Will Clapp. You know, look, yep. I don't love Will Clapp, but you know what? All right, that's Death fine. Piece. Take it. Yeah. Yeah. Death piece is fine. Right. You know, he did okay. But let me just say this about Will Clapp really briefly. Um, with Kellen Moore's run offense, you don't have to be that great. You really yeah. don't. Uh, the, the, the reality is he, he runs a lot of zone run, and that's really up to just the running back to pick the gap and just, just read option. Right. So he just chooses where to run. And so it's, it's not a lot of halfback dive left, halfback dive right. This will work well with re, with Will Clapp, which is good. And I think that's a big reason why we re-signed him specifically. And then my boy Megan Fox here, dude. God, man. <laughs> Megan Fox and Transformers, dude. Remember when she bent over that car like that? You remember that? You remember that shit? You remember that? <laughs> the Transformers? You remember what she did? She bent over the car. I'm like, oh, my God. Guys, what do you guys We're think about that? We're talking about Morgan Fox here, not Megan Fox. I, on, oh, yeah, that's right. You're, you're right, on, right, right, right. All right. Come all right. On, all right. All right. Close, close, close. But I'm so glad we brought him back, dude. Like, I'm telling you, this this dude is so sick, dude. He's, yeah, he's solid. He, you know, he's solid. And, like, and our boy, Scott Matlock, that we just signed, you know, in the draft, I think I think he'll learn a lot from this guy. You know, I think he'll do well. So, I mean, I'm hyped. I, I'm glad we brought him back. And it, it's it's awesome to see us bring back players that have produced for us, which is yep. amazing. Yeah, so, absolutely. And that's kind of a rare thing. I remember we were all having a conversation how many people, Telesco re-signed their own guys, and it's not a very common thing for him for the 10-plus years that he's basically been yep. with this organization. And yep. so it's really good to be able to see that he is actually building the right guys. And I really do think that there's a Brandon Staley factor that is really creating a culture to be able yep. to cultivate yep. players yes. and keep players all around. So I think that they've done a great job of doing that, um, too. Yeah. So. And anybody that talks about Brandon Staley in a negative way, I always say to myself, like, okay – where's this coming from? I I understand frustrations with him as far as some of the things he's done and said and whatever, but you know, fourth and Staley look, but my point is dude, he's not had a losing season since he's been our head coach. Yeah. We're paying him four million a year, which is not that compared to what Sean Payton, what would Sean yeah. Payton, he's getting 20 million a year now. I think it was like 16 or 18 to 20 something million dollars or it's something. It's like crazy. crazy. Money. Yeah. It's crazy. And I'm like, yo, dude, I'm like, come on, like, what's going on here? And and so, yeah, it's a mess, right? So I, I like I like what he's on here. So, yeah, amazing. And then yeah. Easton Stick, I think Easton Stick's amazing. You know, he just hasn't had an opportunity to play in the field. You know, you know, 
Herbert's been healthy, right? And I, I think given the opportunity, Telesco and Staley say he's incredible. So I'm, I'm hyped yep. on him. Yep, absolutely, man. Absolutely, dude. So, I mean, it's it's great to be able to see that. And Dicker the Kicker, great to have him back too. Big dick, um, in, mean, big, he, in, big dick energy. No big deal. Yeah. Big, <laughs> baby. Big he's, dick he's energy. Had a, he's had a pretty good season with us. And, I mean, it's interesting with him because he's going to have kind of a kickoff with uh, Dustin Hopkins too. Yep, which happening. The thing about, yeah. thing about that is that if it doesn't work out and we cut Dustin Hopkins, we gain another, like, million dollars towards salary cap. Yep. So there is this thing that's like, hey, look, we're going to see how it works and best kicker wins kind of thing. So, and I mean, and obviously Cameron Dicker did a great job all around for us, man. So I, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about having him on the team and see where he goes and how his year is going to be. And once again, it's good to be able to have two kickers on this team because at least in that sense to try to have them figure out who's going to be the best kicker for us for the season. Because, I mean, how many times have we had kickers on this team that just can't figure it out and all of a sudden screw up and we have a terrible kick game? I mean, 100%. special teams is massive, guys. Special team is massive. And we need to make sure that we are solidifying this team on every single level. And by the way, that's guaranteed money yep. for coaches. Guaranteed money. It's crazy. Guaranteed money, crazy. folks. Right? It, it's it's this Walmart money that they're throwing. It's just stupid, dude. Like, who cares? Big dick energy right here. Dick or the kicker, dude. I, I, bro, I'm hyped that he's coming back. So we'll see what happens. He'll be our guy, I think. I think so. We got a comment here. It's actually, I cannot say this. Signor V Moy 42, I think is how you say it. I'm not sure. Hey, what? but thank you for the comment. Hey, Bull Bros, thanks for the great content. Is it me or the team is being disrespected by the people covering them? Yep. Uh, I know we have a lack at some positions, but when the Bears are seen as a tough game, yeah, and, and it trips me out about that game because I agree. I agree. And, and yeah. people are like, yo, I don't know if you're gonna beat the Bears. Dude, the Bears weren't that good of a team last year. The and Bears they're gonna be at home dude. against us. And yeah, the Bears are very, very much um a team trying to figure themselves out. Like I have a buddy that's a Bears fan, and you know, they it's not like they're very high on the team by any means. Um the schedule is not easy by any means. Original one just talked about it too. The hardest schedule, dude. Very tough schedule, which is kind of crazy because the strength of schedule is only around 14th most difficult schedule in this year, which is crazy because there's a lot of really good teams. I mean, starting out against the Dolphins. I mean, they were a playoff team last year. So I mean, they they are a good team. They did get uh, Jalen Ramsey too to add on that defense to help them out. I mean, they have two very good receivers out there too. They still got two as a quarterback who I don't think is very good, but the same side, like it's not an easy season for us this coming year. So I'm, I'm excited about it, but I think there is some disrespect with the charges, but at the same side okay. respect, because we did get six um, primetime games this year. Uh, we Which tied up with some of the bigger performer based teams too uh, for, for um, primetime games. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, and, and and let's wrap up with Foster Sorrell, man. Like I, I dude, I, I'm hyped that we brought this guy back. Like, look, we saw some good things from him last season, and he's taking his career seriously, right? He's he's been at training camps. We we saw an off season. He's 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 out there doing his thing. Yeah, you know, guys, like, like let me say this, right? There are 17 games we play during the season. These these boys right here are working still right now. They are at camps. They're they're working with coaches. Focus on this. Focus on that. Do this. Do that. You know, and they're working on their craft, guys. Like it's yep. and and that's it's tough, right? It's it's yep. 
I, I, I love it, man. I, I really yeah. feel great about it, man. Like, and I just, you know, anyways, there's, there's, there's a lot to be said about it on this, on this. Right. So, you know, yeah. look, bottom line, I'm a huge fan. Like, I, I think that we've done some great moves. I, I like the moves, but maybe we should get into some moves that we think we should do right now. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll pull up that 100 list of free okay. agents available too. Well, let, um, uh, let, let me do, well, okay. I, I got a couple photos. Do you want me to do a photos first or you do the 100 list? Either way, either way. Okay, I mean, yeah. All right. Let, let me show you one that I want right now. Like, this is the guy I want right now. JJ3. I want yeah. this guy. Bro, this guy next to yep. Derwin James, we would be freaking unstoppable. What yeah. do you guys think in the chat about, man, do I think about him? Yo, he was he was a Ram. He knows Brandon Staley. He understands his, his defense. He understands yeah. what he needs to do. Lowe is not the guy. JT Woods hasn't shown up yet. So, but here's the problem. Uh, Packers are looking at him with like a three, $34 million safety salary, right. like crazy money, right? And so I don't think it's a conversation around him wanting to be potentially with the Chargers. I think he wants to be with the Chargers, but we, we don't get the money for him at this point, yeah. right? It, 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 and guys, th this is the dollar conversation that matters, right? We we can sit back all day and say, well, you know, he should come with us. Well, okay, fine, but you still got to pay the man, right? So I don't know about that. So, yeah, yeah. what's your thoughts it, on it's, him? It's a tough situation to be able to say, because, I mean, we are in a, in a cap situation. After we end up signing our draft picks, we're going to have a couple million dollars probably roughly around – you're probably going to be looking at six to seven million dollars left to spend on on players. Yep. I mean, next year is a joke. I mean, I looked at that recently, and we're at yep. like fifty nine yep. million dollars over the salary cap. So, hundred percent, yep. it's not easy for us um, to be able to to pick up somebody like a John Johnson, which you would love to be able to bring him in, but I just don't think we have the money to do it. Because I mean, yeah. the yeah. the the simple fact of it is, unless we have a lot of guys that are in, say, like our undrafted free agents, which I think we have some really good talent guys that are going to be coming in with that. Um, it will really dictate if we could sign a guy, and I don't imagine he's going to get a contract of $34 million, $35 no. million. That sounds crazy to think about. We don't have the money. If you get John Johnson on this team, it'll really put this team to a whole nother level. And once again, continuity. He knows the team. He played under Brandon Staley when he initially signed with the Browns. I wanted the Chargers to sign him. I really wasn't sold on Nazir Adderley. No. And obviously, he walked away. I think he was mentally. In the game, he was playing out of contract, got paid, and and is out kind of thing. Um, I mean, good for him. I mean, it hopefully he saved all his cash. Um, kind yeah, of thing. yeah so, he did. But yeah, it, John it, Johnson, it, it, I think, would add a great dimension to this team all around. Yeah, sure. and 100%. Just so you know, Herbert, I was going to do a short video on this. Um, guys, just so you know, we are trying to re-sign Herbert, right? It's yeah. happening. Uh, the, uh, so we, we did this extension. It's like $29.5 million. Yo, think about that. Think about that damn money, dude. Guys, think think about that for just a second, dude. That is crazy money, right? And like, I mean, okay, um, it is what it is. So my other guy right here, KVN. Yep. Man looks good in a bucket hat. You know, he needs to probably shave <laughs> up his beard a little bit. He, he needs, you know, it looked a little, little bit, a little bit disheveled right here. No big deal. But dude, like KVN was sick, dude. Like I loved him at the end of the season. Here's the problem, guys. Probably going to sign with the Raiders. Everything I see from this is like, I think Raiders, man. I think that's where he's going to go, which makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah. But every damn player, every linebacker goes to the damn Raiders for some reason. We, we already yeah. got, um, uh, what's his name over there? Um, 
Well, Denzel yeah, went over there. Denzel yeah, Denzel Perriman. Perriman. Yeah, yeah. He's over now with the Texans now. Oh, that's right. That's right. He's on with the Texans. But yeah, they've kind of had a little bit of purge of Charger players over there. But it, it, it's kind of an interesting thing with KBN because yep. I, I think the Chargers could want him back. I'm not sure if they will get him back because obviously Max Dugan ended up taking his his uh, jersey number, number eight. So yep. he would have to come back with a different jersey number, which I mean, I'm sure that's not much of an issue. But, um, but at the same side, like, are, are the Chargers trying to get it younger? Are they trying to start stop having so many, you know, older guys on the team or whatnot? I mean, Eric Kendricks is a little bit older. Cleo Max a little bit older. Way are older. they just trying yep. to find more youth? And I I do think that KVN's a good leader. He he played very well for us last year. Um, I do think that. Uh, there was a, a connection with Van Noy to the Steelers, too, um, yep. from what I saw, too. Um, but, you know, I mean, Brandon Staley did get asked a little bit about any free agents that could possibly come up. And he's like, hey, you know, we got a player a set of players right now. We'll see kind of what it looks like. And then we'll kind of assess from that point. I do think that we want to get young because we are going to have to be very young next year. We're, yeah, we need we to, have be. to be next Dollar year. cap wise. We, we are. We are. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, look. Human beings, we understand that we can't, you know, <laughs> we're writing checks we can't cash, right? And yeah, right. And that's a big part of the conversation that we talk about, right? And like, and guys, like, dude, like, hey, six, hey, 619, dude, like, I'm telling you, Van, I love that guy, dude. Bro, yeah. I saw him forever. I live in Utah. So I went to BYU. That's where I got my undergrad degree and, and I got a master's later on. But I'm telling you, man, like, that guy's a stud, four star recruit out of Nevada. I've watched his career for damn near ever, dude. And like that guy's a freaking savage. And yeah, and so, you know, look, I, I would love to have him back, but you know, dollars matter, right? I mean, he maybe yeah. got he's maybe got one or two more years left, right? So it's <laughs> funny, right? William. Speed up. <laughs> and he's considered the starter on the D, D line, at it's least crazy. on the chart, which is insane. So it's crazy. Like, like he's horrible. Um yeah, so I, I hear you, dude. So uh, I think Aether had a question at the beginning here. Did, did you do you tag that at all? No, I did not. I, I okay, so let, let me go back here real quick. Let me see if I can find it here real quick. But but look, okay, so uh, uh, okay, here uh, hmm, here we go. Maybe this is it right here. Hey, Aether, question: If 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 you uh, if we're not picking the right question for you, let us know. Yeah, I hate when people don't listen to me. The Chargers and Chiefs are <laughs> best teams, <laughs> but no, it's the truth though. Look, yeah. we are. Like we have plenty of talent, right? Like it's just we got to make it happen. It's just it's an, yeah. it's important. Well, and he was kind of bringing up too about uh, the NFL will basically not put the Chargers and Chiefs as game one because we kept yep. hearing rumors about game one. I mean, the thing about it is that they put them at week seven, and then we're not going to play them till basically last game of the year in January, basically. And yep. so those are very critical, critical games all around. But at the same side, it would be a highly entertaining game. And to be honest that Lions Chiefs game to start the season could be kind of a little bit of a dud game, by the way, too. Um, so stupid, dude. I, I think it's a really, really odd game all around. Um, I did want to bring up a list of just some other guys that I saw that would be really good, like um, free agents that are available still. Yeah. Um, yeah by, the way, by the way, original one, this is great, right? I, this is actually why I like the, so it was funny. I was looking at the undrafted free agent list and there were so many teams that didn't bring a lot of people back. And I'm like, that's so weird. Like they didn't pick up people. And I don't understand why, right? And like my attitude is like bring them, bring them to camp. Get yeah. under. It's a longer term conversation of getting to know players. Like draw Clark, 
I think is going to be a guy that will probably make the team. He yep. will probably be a guy and under freeze. He's probably my number one of, by the way, the entire, I'm doing a bunch of short, I already did the short videos. They're already there. They're going to be loading and just watch them folks. Cause we put a lot of effort into it. So that's going to be happening. All this short, the short content, Jorah Clark, I think is the guy that probably is going to make, and he'll, he'll make the team. And, and so I love the fact that we're bringing a lot of players in to push these veterans because we don't want them to sit back and think, oh, hey, I'm just a veteran. I'm just going to win, and that's it. So I love it. It's, it's going to be amazing. So I'm excited. Yeah, there's a lot of good players that are out there, and I think that we're going to uh, even players that are on the team. I mean, our practice squad does need to be able to have a team too. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot of positions and slots available there. So I, I think this camp battle is going to be fun. Even to say um, the the guy that we ended up getting from the international uh, team, CJ uh, uh Okie, Oak, Oak, uh, what was his name? Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, we, we basically, the thing with him, he's going to be kind of one of those guys that's going to be potential guy that you could develop. I mean, he's got the size to be able to now originally was on O-line now to D-line. Yeah. Um, having him on that team, I think is going to be great too. Um, it's just, there's a lot of youth that we've injected in this team because once again, guys, next year is going to be a youthful team. In it's going to be huge. So. It's going to be huge. Well, and, and that, and that, but, but think about the drafts that Brandon Staley has been here with. Yep. Everyone is picked on Brandon Staley for his draft picks and also Tom Telesco. But my point is like, look, it's their depth drafts. All of them are depth drafts. Like Jamari Sawyer. Great example. Yeah. That guy has bro. That guy's going to get paid. Oh, ducats. Yeah. You remember that word ducats? Duckets. Duckets. <laughs> stupid yeah. word. Stupid slang word. But like here's the thing, dude. He's gonna get paid, dude. That guy's yeah. making he's gonna make money, dude. He's done yeah. well. And and by the way, Joey Joe Lewis, hypothetically, if we won the championship this year, we would uh, be able to keep some of the players next year. I would love to think mm. that, but here's the problem: players want to get paid, right? And you look at like Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, those guys, Keenan Allen's supposed to get paid like 30 million next year. 30 something mil. Yeah. Let me pull it up right 30 now. Something, dude. Like it. it's crazy money. And like Mike Williams is getting paid a ton. And so yeah, 34.7 million is the cap God, number for Allen. Dude. And then 32.4 million for Mike Williams, 36.6 million for Joey Bosa, 38.5 million for Khalil Mack. Guys, I mean, let's be realistic. It doesn't yeah. work out. Dollar wise. It doesn't work out. What, what's the cap? Two right now. This almost puts us at 60 million over the cap right now. Yeah. 60 million guys. So why did we pick up Q? Why did yep. we pick up Thule to replace our biggest cap problems yep. for the season? Right. So it makes sense, right? Yeah. Anyways. All right. So yeah. Okay. Let's look at best. By the way, so, Leonard Floyd is the other guy too. Damn. Leonard Floyd. Right. I mean, he had about nine sacks last year. I mean, now I don't know what kind of contracts he could have want as a player but he was obviously came from the rams brandon staley basically resurrected his con his his career yeah. basically no shit he totally did. um and i mean he kind of came and followed him a little bit from uh the 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 bears he kind of knew what he basically was as a player and how he was being underutilized um i mean the thing about it is leonard floyd did uh have a pretty thick contract with the rams by the way yeah, um, a four-year 64 million dollar contract i i would love it if we could go after this guy um, but I, I just don't think it's going to happen. An average salary is $16 million, but yeah. it would be great. Um, but if you start kind of thinking, cause edge has been one of those positions that we don't have a ton of, you know, like depth, like Yannick, uh, Ngagwe, uh, if you could get him just as another yeah. depth guy for us, I mean, he's kind of more of a starter kind of guy, but 
if you start adding somebody like that or somebody that you can really bring in a little bit more depth that I would feel comfortable with, because I mean, really right now as a team, we have basically, uh, let's see, we got Joey Bosa, Thule, Chris Rump, Ty Shelby, Khalil Mack, Brevin Allen, Andrew Farmer, who could really kind of do well with Andrew Farmer being one of the undrafted guys. Um, I mean, we don't really have, we have like basically four guys. So we have like a team A, team B type situation on the edge, or at least the outside guys for us with Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. So the weak side and strong side linebacker positions are very thin. In my opinion, I would like to be able to find one other guy out there if possible on that edge side of things. But, you know, they listed John Johnson on there, obviously too, but I do think that's just where my head's at. I mean, Kareem Hunt's been a guy that I've thought about for like Dude, a running too. back. Yeah. That it would be kind of nice to be able to have another kind of a little bit more bulldoze kind of guy, a guy that could really work the goal line all around. Trey Flowers actually isn't a bad player, but you once again, time. Kyle Van Noy's 20 um, list there. So, I mean, it would be either Kyle Van Noy probably would make more sense. I would probably say it'd be about one and a half million to th- two and a half million probably signed for one year. Um, it's not going to be a, a big, big sign. So I just wanted to throw out a couple guys out there that are out there that might be good position or to fill a gap in that whole edge position for us. Yeah, no, bro. I, bro, I love Leonard Floyd. I love him, dude. And yeah, he's solid. guys, it's, it's, here's the thing. We talked about this so much on the channel and a lot, a lot of content creators for the Chargers don't really talk about this. It's a dollar conversation, right? It's not about, do we want people back? The answer yeah. is yes, we do, but we have to make business decisions. That's the yep. point. And uh, Q uh, can replace Mike Williams, but yeah, Keenan Allen, bro, Keenan Allen, his route running ability is ridiculous, guys. Yep. Right. And and so you have to ask yourself this question: um, Can Q pick up what Keenan Allen does? Think think about Keenan yeah. Allen. Um, I've I've watched. The thing about Keenan Allen, he's so deceptive in what he does, right? He runs, he always starts out the same way, but then he makes a move. And it's like, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and he's just really good. And so it's just, it's really hard, right? Yeah. And, and anyways, I just really feel like, you know, and again, this is a great example. Palmer is the closest thing, but he's yeah. not Keenan. Not he's just not. not he's just not. Yeah. Not at all. And that's the whole thing that, I mean, Josh Palmer's in his third year um, yep. and yep. Tom Telesco talked a little bit about him too. And saying like, Hey, you know what he's, he's in his third year. He's probably going to make a leap at this point. And to be honest, yep. last year, he did do a pretty good job last year. And I do think that he's learning a lot about how to be Keenan Allen. And, you know, Tom Telesco really likes Keenan Allen, but really the thing is though, next year, salary caps are going to be a nightmare for us. There's a great chance that we're going to be getting rid of either uh, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Joey Bosa, and Khalil Mack next year. Um, it could be two or four of those. It could be three or four of those. It's really dependent on what's going to happen on on this next season, in my opinion. This is like the yeah. thing. This season is like we're going to run it back again, guys. And 100%. we're going to see where it goes from this point. We're going to run it back with the guys that last year couldn't stay healthy on the field. But, you know, that's where Darius Davis, that's where Q has to step in. That's where John um, – Palmer needs to, to be able to show that he's going to be a very reliable guy for us as a two, three or whomever it is as a wide receiver. So I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about it, but it's, it is kind of a scary thing thinking about a life after, you know, 
Keenan Allen just because he's a good security blanket for Justin Herbert. He's so Herbert. amazing. But, but once again, guys, Justin Herbert makes very average receivers, in my opinion, look way better. And I'm not saying Keenan Allen's an average receiver. He's an elite re receiver, but he's getting up there in age. And so age is going to play a big factor towards 2024 and also contracts. <laughs> yeah, and, and th this is a good question by Antoine uh, Whalen, right? So who else do you think we need on the team stack already? Look, I think KVM will be great. I, I, I really want John Johnson. I, like, I'm, I'm not sold completely on um, Woods yet or, or also a Lowy, right? Lowe is good, but he's oh. not great. So, yeah, you know, and, and it, it's, it's, it's tough, right? Like, so, man, but, like, I love John Johnson, but, dude, I don't think we can afford him, which kind of sucks. I promise you we're talking to him right now. Yeah. I promise you we're talking to him right now. And we're, we're having a sure. conversation. You know, yeah, I'm sure we probably have had at least touched base on him, seeing kind of what he's doing. I mean, obviously, you know, Brandon Staley's worked with him, so it kind of makes sense. I was gonna say, Mark Matlock over here, Hunt is not a culture fit, and and you know that's, <laughs> yep. and that's true, and that's very very true. Um, he is not a culture fit for us, um, and that's probably one reason why we have not signed him too. But remember, we did last last year end up signing so Sony Michelle, who did not work out well, kind of oh, late man. in the situation. I do think that there is a chance that we're going to start looking at signings kind of going into camp or even after camps where veterans do end up getting cut and everything. And they start picking up guys, which probably would make the most sense because if a player that's like a veteran guy ends up getting cut after, you know, the camp or whatnot, they're still going to have money that that team owes that guy. Yeah. And he's sure. more willing to sign cheaply at some other place to get an extra million dollars or whatever, but still get the salary from whatever team that he ended up getting cut from. So, that's a good point that could be coming around for us or a good chance that we will go after players at that point at that time. So yeah, vet minimum. Exactly. So who knows, man? I mean, there's a lot of little things out there that could really grow out this team a little bit more, but I I'm excited to be able to see what's going on. And yeah, Spiller does need to step up for he sure. Does. Pure mustard, pure mustard, man. Pure uh, mustard. Definitely need to. And that's the thing. I'm very much looking at him this year. And even to say some of our un undrafted free agents, I mean, I think there's a couple guys that could. Yeah, be those very, guys are very sick. Good they're sick. Um, they're very Austin Eckler like, which is interesting to me. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm drawing Elijah a blank Johnson on Johnson is the one guy that I keep yeah. thinking from. Uh, ironically, Northern Colorado. Northern um, Colorado. Yep. And he transferred from Sac State or Sacramento State. Um, guy kind of reminds me of a lot of Austin Eckler. He, he does. He does yeah. have the ability to catch the ball. He's uh, at 2018. He had basically 185 rush attempts, 1,145 yes. yards, nine touchdowns, yes. 14 catches, 160. But the more recent year, he had 35 catches, 205, two touchdowns, but then had about 636 yards. There, there is a lot of things about him. Oh, actually, in 2019, he had 70 catches, 702 yards, four touchdowns, with 742 rush yards, with seven touchdowns. So it is kind of weird there almost trying to get a guy that's Austin Eckler, but not Austin Eckler on his salary. Kind yes. Of well, and, and, and look, we, we don't know what's going to happen to Austin Eckler. Yeah. So, so let me, let me, let me give you my thoughts on him. Like specifically, he's going to be a charger, but here, here's the thing. It, it could go depending on what happens in, in preseason, right? Like injuries, all these things pop in. If, if, if a team loses their like star running back for five weeks, okay. Yep. We need to, we need Eckler. Is he still available? 
and they get they get desperate, they'll give us a second round pick or a third round pick or or whatever whatever the hell we wanted. But Telesco's been very clear, and it also Brandon says has been very clear. Hey, yep. he's coming back. So it is what it is. And by the way, yep. I think Spiller, guys, I think offensive oh, man, I'm so excited to see what what Kellen Moore is going to do with this offense. Yep. Joe Lombardi, I just always looked at him as a doofus, like just yep. a freaking doofus, like a goofy doofus. Like he just he did what he wanted to do, but it never worked. And I'm like, what yeah. are you doing, dude? Like, like, why are you doing that? Like, and it was just so odd to me. So yeah. Moore has an idea to this a method to the madness. So I, I'm excited, man. I, I just I think yeah. he's gonna be the white, he's gonna be the guy. Yeah, um, I agree. I agree. You know, one thing too, I think it was um you know, uh, Anthony also brought up the thing. If CJ doesn't step up the move, uh, step yep. up this year, the move could be next year's draft is a running yep. back. And that's yep. totally, totally possible. The one thing, too, it was interesting because uh, I was reading some stuff about kind of like the wind over and under for wins, basically, for the Chargers next year at nine yep. and a half. And they said the one thing, too, that could really dictate that is if the Chargers do end up moving on with Austin Eckler, say, in a trade or whatnot, that's really going to change that number for us. So big time, big time. Um, which is crazy to think about that. Cause I mean, once again, if, if Isaiah Spiller looks great in preseason, I think it's going to be, I think we'll be fine with or without him kind of thing. I, I think Austin Eckler is an absolute stud, but we just don't have money right now. And I, I don't know if we will have money even next year. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's real world problems. All right, guys. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, we can sit back and say, well, I'd love to get a Bugatti, but I can't afford a Bugatti. Yep. Joe Bosa is going to have a career season this year. Woo. God, you know I hope so. I would love hey, that. Bold prediction. We're healthy next season. Yes. I would love to see that. I would love to see that. And by the way, we do not have a new trainer, by the way. I was just going to say that. I was just going to yep. say we have no training guy. Yep. What's, it, what's the exact title? I think it's just head of training or something like that or director of tra- of, you know, player training. I don't know what it is, but Damn. either which way it's – I would, it would be so ironic if we end up firing the guy that's been with the organization for 30 years and then we have the most healthiest season we've ever had. Be like, crazy, right? <laughs> How funny would that be? Well, and, and, and there's a lot to discuss on that, right? Like, cause you, you got to ask yourself this question why, 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 why? Okay. So Ichiro Suzuki, baseball, he never lifted weights. He did more like flexibility and like stretching. Now, baseball is different than football. Yeah. But my point is like, he stayed healthy his entire career. He never had major yep. injuries. He was incredible, but he focused on flexibility. And I remember um, LT talking a lot about that uh, yep. during his career. He was more about flexibility, chiropractic work. I know all these players have chiropractors that they work with and yada, yada. But my point is the strength conditioning coach matters, right? That person mm-hmm. matters because what you do you know, we want to keep our players healthy. Right. And so you will, it'd be interesting to see. So as soon as that person is hired, we will let you guys know. And by the way, six, one, nine, man, 13 and four. Damn. I love that. 12 and five. I'm saying 11 and six. That's what I think. So, you know, what do you guys think in the chat on that? You know, it, it's kind of crazy how the NFL set up that the last game of the year is going to be against the Chiefs on week exactly. 18, and they didn't even schedule yep. a date for that. So yep. it's kind of like yep. if we're yep. talking about an NFL script here, they're writing a script to be able to set they are up writing a script, guys. Yep. To kind of create a dramatic end to a season. I mean, how cool would it be if it's like the Chargers are sitting at twelve and uh, what's what is it? 
five at that point. Yeah. And then the same thing, the Chiefs are sitting at that same point, and this is the game that decides the, the division or something like that. Yeah. That would be awesome to be able to see. But really, if you think about it, there is kind of a script factor of why they chose that game versus starting the season against the Chiefs. I mean, we only played two division games in the first it's like dang near most of our division games are in December. Yeah, dang they near are. All of them they're, are they're, in December. They're late. They're late. Yep. Only two division games for us in the first like six weeks or whatever it is. And that's it. And then it's all just like, you know, NFC games, AFC North games or East games. I mean, it's weird to see that. It's weird to see. So it's they really broke down a script of where the division is basically going to be one in December of some sort. So. <laughs> Yeah, you know, in, in, in charge of Chris, I'll tell you right now, you were the guy when we were live, when we picked up Quentin Johnson, you were like, yo, he's sick, he's sick. And we're just yep. like, bro, uh, like, really, dude? Like, bro, look, hey, I just want I want to highlight you because you 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 were the guy that said, hey, man, he's the right guy. Joey Lewis says 12 and 5, man. Like, I'll tell you, look, we're going to score points. Kellen Moore – wants to light up the scoreboard. He wants to freaking uh, like in, in okay, so maybe we should have a conversation about this in in the chat, right? Cuz like I think about this a lot. Like okay, think about this for a second. Mike McCarthy kept saying, "Yeah, I want my defense to rest. Why are you scoring so many points?" What a dumb shit conversation, right? Like yeah. let's score points. Like yeah. the, you win the game by scoring points, right? I played a softball game. I played two softball games in a row last night. We could have beat the holy hell out of both of those teams. We had people that normally swing right. They were swinging left-handed just to not score up the points. And I thought about that a lot last night. I thought, man, like, why are we doing that? But yeah. And the, the games got way closer than they should have been. Why are we holding back? Let's donkey punch these hoes, right? <laughs> Y'all know what that is in the chat. Donkey punch them. Get it done. And yeah. – and, Joey, you're exactly right. Blow them out. I remember watching. Do you guys ever watch that show on? Um, was it Netflix? Uh, last Last Chance. Like the football players that like they're all messed up. They they kind of screw up in like Florida and whatever. And then they go to these like you know um, smaller schools because they just want to play. I mean, just blow them out. Like, why are we messing around, dude? Like, and and that's what the Chiefs do. That's what the Chiefs, and that's actually really what the Eagles do, really, right? Offense, defense, they just blow yep. them out. Yep, absolutely. So, I mean, I mean, the thing about it is, and I think Mike McCarthy just wants to pace <laughs> the game a little bit more all around. But, um, but I, understand, I understand the concept about that, but yep. why? What is the point? Donkey punch yep. them. Just freaking smash them in the ground and just put them to sleep. You're done. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of the older mentality, like Marty Schottenheimer. We're yeah, exactly right. Mar Marty Ball, basically, late Marty in the game. Ball. Just run the ball, run the clock down, basically cut, get a couple first downs, call it a game. Because, I mean, the thing about it is, is like the pass game could kind of, you know, or the run game could still, somebody could fumble the ball or whatnot. But the pass game kind of ends clocks versus the the running the ball, you know, allows the clock to keep going. Obviously, yep. if you play like yep. a pass game and you want to be able to get to whatever X amount of first downs or whatnot, um, you know, you got to play the short game to be able to allow that clock to keep ticking down at that point, but you still yep. got to find a way to get first downs. And I, I think the thing is though, like I'm interested to see what that balance is going to be for the Kellen Moore office. That, yeah, me too. Me I too. Mean, yep. I mean, I would love to be able to see a lot more, 
you know, uh, high scoring games for us. I'd like to be able to stop having these close games where it ends up being a three point game or one point loss or whatever it might be. I would like to see some games where we blow some teams out and and I'm good with that. Um, so yeah, this guy, dude, this guy, so good. Well, I'm telling you like, like why, like, why are we messing around with these people? Cause the argument now in the AFC and by the way, the AFC and the NFC are completely different, right? Because the yeah. NFC, man, they play a different form of offense, right? And AFC is like just, yeah, you know, just light it up. Like yeah. light it up, man. Like, I mean, <laughs> I love this dude. So Do you got, hey, by the way, I love, I, I love being with you guys, man. Like seriously, like we talk about this all the time with the Bolt Bros. Like, again, we are real brothers. This is my brother, James. I'm Andrew. Yep. And then Kyle is my real brother. He's down in Las Vegas with this lady. So he's having a good time. That's why, that's why he's not here on this, on this uh, channel, but you know, for this one, but, but my point is like, guys, like we love communicating with you guys. And look, I think no matter what we do this season, we are going to score more points. Joe Lombardi held Justin Herbert back. James, how many times did you have conversations and Kyle, how, well, Kyle's not here, but yeah, we talked to so many people like, dude, Lombardi's holding him back. Yep. And he is. 100%. So I really think Moore is going to say, man, let's make it simple and easy. Let's just make it easy for you. So I love it. Yeah. So here's the Aether's question here. Yeah, okay. Here's my question. I'm confused about what they mean, a 50-man roster, but 22 starts only, bro. Yeah, well, it's there's special teams. There's basically Team yep. A, Team B, Team C for 100%. positions. Um, yep. So – you have levels to everybody. Yeah. I mean, one guy goes down, you got to have some other person to be able to back him up and bring in to fill the gap. So 53 men is your, is your start squad for your daily game or your weekly game. So you pretty much have got to have depth all around. So special teams, your starting lineups for both sides. And then obviously you got to have depth on top of that. So that's what it is. Yeah. So, and by the way, the thing that I've learned about Q, by the way, and just so Chris, just, you know, I I've watched so much videos on him and I've read every article I could possibly find and everything I could possibly think. So here's what I think about Q. Q's got great footwork. He's a little bit raw. His route running is a little bit raw still. So that's the argument with him. Catches the ball internally a little too much, not a little more aggressive with the ball. That's where Mike Williams and Keenan Allen can really help him. Um, but my point is, I think he's also one of those guys that can really make a difference long-term with this team. He's faster than his combine would suggest yep. specifically. And so uh, it, it'll be really interesting to see how it plays out with him specifically. But, but again, he's, he's going to replace Allen or Williams, one of the two, for sure. So, Yeah, you know, and the thing about it is, like, I mean, Charger A, Chris, I mean, he doesn't seem like he has much faith in Staley, basically, yes. what he's pretty much saying. And so... Yeah. That that's the thing. Like, once again, he's in his third year as a as a coach. He has yep. not had a losing season. I'll take that all day. Yep. Technically, we got to the playoffs last year. The game in his first year, he basically we had a playoff game in season to get to the playoffs with the Raiders, and that was one of the most memorable games that oh, I man. could have because it was one of the most. And I've saw that game multiple times. The way it ended is what is what it is. But that was one of the most amazing perfect examples of what Justin Herbert can be as yep. a as a quarterback. Amazing game. Now once again we want him to be healthy this year so he could do all that kind of same thing but I, to me Brandon Staley's a stud and I think that he's only going to get better as a coach and yep. I think that 
this upcoming year is going to be a big, big year for him. He's really done things where he's changed people in the uh, locker room. So the head of head of athletic training and such too, and conditioning, he's gone. He's ended up getting some of the coaches that he wanted to get out there too. He got in the new coaches. He's got guys from Georgia's program also too. He's got basically Kellen Moore, who's going to be, I think, a fantastic offensive coordinator for us. I think he's really built his squad right now. And I think he's also getting his team that he really wants now too. Um, so I think all around, I'm I'm very excited about where this team's going to be. And I think Brandon Staley's a stud. I even have the Let's Go Brandon Staley <laughs> team going on today. So. Hey, that, 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 that's a viral shirt, guys. And, uh, right. you know, those shirts are for a sale, you know, link down below. Take a look at them. But um, look, I, I agree, man. Like, it's going to be awesome. And Joey, you know, um, High power offense is what I want to see, and I, and I think our defense is going to be better next year. I I I, I mean, pray to God that we can be stay healthy, right? Can we, can we stay healthy for a damn change? Like I just feel like every year it's the same conversation. And Aether, uh, you know, it's going to be tough, man. Like the Chargers, Charger, dude. You know, we 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 have these games where we just kind of struggle, right? Like yep. I don't know what, but the NFL is tough. We are not easy. Um, I think we split with the Chiefs this season. Guys, what do you think in the chat? Are we going to split with the Chiefs this season? I think we will. I really do think we will. I think we're the best team in the FC to compete against the Chiefs, and I think we'll split. I would love to see us beat them both times, but Bills might be tough. Um, Cowboys got such a good defense, man. And I just look at our schedule, and I I feel like six makes sense, and – we're playing hard teams, Patriots, Bill Belichick, man. That guy is a freaking nightmare, man. Like he's good. He just knows he, how to beat us every single dang time. He knows how to beat us, yeah. guys. And like I, I could sit back all day and say, yo, like, I mean, Minnesota's good. Guys, we have no easy. I mean, we might even lose to Miami. We might even lose to Tennessee. <sighs> man, I feel I just, like we're gonna be a four, four and oh going into the bye, in my opinion. And that's actually what we've chatted chatted about in the schedule release that. I think we'll be 4-0 starting out the season going into the bye. The thing about it is, it's funny about this article. That's the first thing that they said. Biggest takeaway. They actually, well, excuse me, not biggest takeaway. They said, uh, bold prediction. Chargers will enter their bye at 4-0. Yeah, so more directed so offense is stealing the attention of the NFL. So, like, Dude. people think that we are going to go that way. Now, once again, I've been a Chargers fan for a long time. And uh, – there's a lot of things that we think is going to happen. And then guess what? They find ways to stumble and they'll probably end up being two and two going into the bye. Yep. Um, I've seen that before quite a bit of times, yep. um, but I'm pretty confident that we'll be able to go four and zero this start of the season. The thing is though, this game's awesome because Kellen Moore is coming back uh, to play against Dallas. Um, and then the first game versus KC. I, I would love it if we beat them there. I mean, if you start looking at the schedule, if once again, you don't win Super Bowls in uh, May, by the way, um, and we're starting to think like, if I'm looking at Aether's question, where's our six losses <laughs> based upon if he's going 11 and six, Yeah, where are they? Um, I mean, Casey, we're going to split for sure. I, I have a feeling something's going to happen with the jets. Where we're going to end up losing with them on Monday night football. Oh, man, um, I hope not, dude. Aaron Rodgers is a dickhead. I don't like that guy at all, dude. He's so we're going to lose against new England. That's for sure. Like there's no way we're winning that one. Buffalo. I think we'll lose against Buffalo. I think we'll find a way to split with Denver because it's pretty common that we do that. So that'd be one, two. I think we'll split with Casey. Oh. So one, two, three, four. And then, ooh, I, I think we'll find some sort of way to lose this one. Uh, 
Chargers five, the Baltimore game. Yeah, that's kind of where it could be. I think it could be the Baltimore game. Um, so that's where I think it's going to be. I mean, we did lose to Minnesota last time we played them, um, but I yeah. think that will be fine. I think we'll be fine for that one. So um, do, you, do you remember what happened in that game? Justin Jefferson ran over the sideline, threw a ball at Keenan Allen. You remember yep. that? Mm-hmm. I was so pissed off at that. Yep. I was like, oh, are you serious? You freaking dickhead, dude. I was so angry. And I was like, you know, like that's so disrespectful, you know, and it's just lame. Um, look, at the end of the day, guys, schedule doesn't really matter. You just got to get to the playoffs, right? And you got to be the you got to be the team that's better at the end of the season, right? And get healthy for a damn change, right? Yeah. Like yep. every season we have this conversation around us not being healthy. And I mean, it just is what it is, right? But like, come on, man, like we got to get healthy at some point, you know, and Chargers, you're right, right? Chargers, Chris, with Staley, I see a guy that loves to outsmart himself, maybe. And then we also have a new defensive coordinator. Derek Ainsley, right? So Derek we'll Ainsley, see what he does. You know, what, let's see how he changed. Brandon Silly's defense is extremely complicated. It's extremely complicated. Like, it's, it's it, you know, when you say quarters, it's not really quarters. It's kind of quarters. It's kind of man defense. There's a lot involved with it, right? And so safeties have a lot of – this is kind of why I like John Johnson because – it's difficult to play the safety position under Brandon Silly's defense, right? Because he's making, they're making very specific decisions. Is this a pass play? Is this a run play? And it's very hard to be good at those positions at any given moment. Right. So that's where the veterans are nice. And I think that's really where like JT Woods is struggling. I don't think Lowe is really there yet. Um, I think he's good, not great, you know, but you know, we'll see what happens. Right. So exactly. You know, it's tough. It's tough. I, I think it's interesting how it's like Charger Chris said that that was how he outsmarts himself. And I mean, the thing yeah. about it is, is like, look, I mean, he's learning and he's figuring things out. And I think I personally feel like this season, we probably could go a little bit more forth and Staley this year. Cause if our yeah. offense is going to be high powered, try to stop us. Big time. Basically. Big time. And if our defense is actually just an average defense against the run, I think that will be great. I think the big factor this season for our defense, if J.C. Jackson could come back healthy, say he's going to be yeah. week one, I feel very confident that he's going to be in a good position here shortly, and I think he will be very healthy this year. I think that's going to make this defense a totally different defense all Big around. Big time. Big time. Um, and at Mark Madlock, you know, 9-8, 10-7, you know, I think that's kind of really where my mind's at. I think it's just going to be a one-game-at-a-time increment of being better each year. The thing about the Chargers is we haven't had a lot of consistency years. And yeah. it's consistently that we're like, okay, all of a sudden we have a seven and nine season. And then all of a sudden, then we're like, a, oh, we're like a 10 and six team. And then we're back to five and 11. And then we're like, not consistently there. As a Chargers fan, I want a consistent product on field. I want to consistently be a better team every single year. And at some point, you know, when consistency comes around, you'll find a way to get to a Super Bowl. You'll find a way to be able to win one. I mean, it's very, very hard for a team to go, nine and eight find a way in the super bowl first time they've been in the playoffs for 10 years and go to the super bowl and win one it's just not a common thing all around so i'm i just want to see year 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 to year just get a little bit better and you know elevate your game further and further and further so i i'm looking at it as we need to get to the divisional round we need to be able to get to potentially the championship round in, in the playoffs i mean we just need to be able to get a little bit better this year agreed around. Yeah, and again, I think you're exactly right. Hopefully more offense will outscore more teams. And by the way, the week five bye is 
kind of yeah. crappy. That kind of so, sucks. It's too early, right? Especially when you want to be healthy going into the end of the season. It kind of sucks. I, I'm a little frustrated about that, but you know, it is what it is. So well, the one thing that they talked about is that there is a lot of like Monday night games, Sunday night games. There are Thursday night games. There are games. There are games that throughout the season and Brandon Staley kind of talked a little bit about that too uh, from the other day when the rookies were training with them. Um, there is kind of levels of buy that they do have. So yep. it's not like a one week buy. It's like, Oh, okay, well we have, you know, essentially we have a Thursday night game and then obviously you have your next game in 10 days or whatnot. Right. That's right. That's fine. That's fine. Like, I think that's not bad. So we kind of do have a bye week. It's just not a, an official bye week kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, NFL win, lose, no big deals. Tough. Just don't get stupid. <laughs> Call plays. No excuse. And look, I, I look, the thing that I've loved about Kellen Moore's offense, everything I see is that he wants to drive the ball downfield as fast and hard as possible. Let the defense, you know, get a couple stops. Right. Yep. And it, it, it's no big deal. Right. And, and, and like, really, um, you know, it's a big thing. Um, by the way, I would love to see this Aether. This is your big bull prediction. I love this, bro. I mean, that'd be killer. I would love to see this. Cause like I, here's the thing. I love Kill Mac and Joy both. So they're freaking sick. And man, I said this last year. Uh, well, even last season, I think if, if we could have just had Khalil, Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa healthy all season, we would have at least had two more wins. Yep. They're so good at setting the edge. They're so good at everything. And, you know, and again, like KVN, we talked about him earlier. Like he had to step up and do edge rushing, which is not his bag. He wants to do it, but that's not what he does well. Right. So. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, the, the issue with us, I mean, every single year, like I, I'm putting my bold prediction out we're healthy this year. Like yep. that's my bold prediction. And I'm saying that also in the sense that we got rid of our strength and conditioning coach uh, for 30 years that's been on this team. And that's been an issue for our team forever. Yep. Uh, my bold prediction is that we actually stay healthy this year. And last year we were not, obviously. I, it's funny because like, think of last year. How many times did we say get, get a lot of um, updates from Brand Staley? Uh, I don't know what really the condition is and situation, but he's day-to-day. Oh, it's day-to-day. Oh, it's a soft tissue. It's a soft tissue. And it just seemed like he kept people out all the time. And now he, I yep. wonder if he's got that guidance from him, the head athletic trainer or whatnot. Yeah, could have been. he just didn't really know. He just didn't really know. Like, I don't know if I was Mike Williams and like I had my issue that happened in the last 17 or week 17 or week take 18 games. I mean, I'm pretty positive he, he should have been out in the field, in my opinion. Maybe just that athletic trainer just kept holding people back. And there's a lot of times that we've done that under Brandon Staley that it seems like he's getting held back for some reason about playing players. I get it. I get it that there's players that are injured. I get it. I understand 100%. But I do think there's a level of like understanding, knowing the situation, knowing you're playing a playoff game, knowing that, hey, if you could do a couple things and just run a couple routes, have a set 20 plays for this player just to be on the field, um, that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. And I, I do think that there is something that, Firing our athletic trainer makes a big difference for this team. So I'm bold 100%. prediction. We're going to be healthy this year. Yeah. And uh, can I ask if Staley doesn't win a playoff game this year, do we let him go? Uh, look, front office loves Staley right now. And that guy is, I have a hard time seeing him get let go. Um, the wheels would have to really fall off the track for him yeah. to get let go. So that's kind of my thought. Um, uh yeah, and this is great. Leo, you're exactly right. Apple's orange. I think would be pleasant to surprise with Moore's offense. Here's the thing. Moore has a very 
unique set of abilities, right? He understands defenses because he was a quarterback, right? He understands how to expose defenses in certain spots. And so I think he'll do a very good job of doing that with us and making it simple for Herbert, right? Because, you know, in, in under Lombardi's offense, he had a lot of specific focus that was very difficult for him. Like he had to be perfect to work and that sucked, right? That was difficult for him. And so it was difficult for anybody. I mean, like you you had to be perfect, especially with a rib injury, all these stuff that he had to deal with. So. Yep. Absolutely. And Mark, man. Yeah. And that's exactly what I was saying. There was a lot of times last year where we're like, okay, is Keenan supposed to be coming back? Oh, I don't know. Soft tissue. He's getting better. He's getting better. It almost like there was a miscommunication of what's going on with these guys injuries. And that's a perfect example. Never was on the IR like odd. It's odd. So I I'm just feeling like, we're going to have a better team, a healthier team next year. I mean, it's crazy to say that we've had the same guy for 30 years and we've yeah. all, honestly always yeah. had the same yep. issues with injuries. I, I think there was a big miscommunication going on with that position. So I would love it to be able to see that happen, that we finally are healthy. And Aether, yeah, I believe the Bolts Dude. go surprise teams. So and, sick. And shock if they're un, and don't be shocked. They're unbeaten after week 10 and they're hungry and desperately. I mean, I, I can see it. I would love to see it, man. I would love to see it. I mean, once again, in some of the comments, guys, I know you guys are chatting about if we're just just a halfway 15th ranked defense and specifically just on run defense, if we could just be in the top 20 against the run, that would be a dramatic difference of our team all around. Huge difference. I think if we could just find a way to stop the run, I think our pass defense is going to be phenomenal all around especially if JC Jackson comes back and is fully healthy. I'm, I'm really rooting for him, man. I'm really, really, yeah. Trending positive, dude. How often do we hear that one, dude? <laughs> Brandon says it all the time. Injury. Every yeah. week. Yeah. Trending positive. Trending positive. What does that even mean? What does that even mean? <laughs> stop. Stop with the, it's a, it's a soft tissue issue. What? Soft, soft tissue. T- soft tissue. What the hell does that mean? You got Charlie horse in your ass? What? Man, you got a box of Kleenexers or something? What's going on here? Jeez. Hey, and, and, and Mark, that's exactly the point, right? Like that's where Kellen Moore is very good. He does mid-game adjustments. If yep. if you see statistically what he did with the Cowboys, arguably not really a great team. I mean, offensively, Dak Prescott's not Justin Herbert, right? No. He kept it very simple for Dak Prescott. Um, I think he's going to put more on on Justin Herbert this year. So I want to see. You know, it's be good. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and going even to say further with Lombardi, Lombardi lost our games at third quarter, basically. Yes. He he never came out with the second half saying, hey, this is what the defense is doing. This is what we're going to do. Yep. He basically almost like seemed like he came out with the same exact idea. Well, it worked out the first half. Let's keep it in the second half. Third quarter, I think we maybe had like two, maybe three touchdowns all season in the third quarter. Yep. Yep. We lost every time in the third quarter. And that's just why we ended up having these heart attack games where we had to figure things out in the end or find a way to be able to get a touchdown or we end up losing in the end. We just did not have the ability to make adjustments. And he was awful in the third quarter all around. So I'm a, and Leo, man, I'm glad you're on my train, my man. I'm Hey, we're going to be healthy. Let's make it happen. I'm excited for it. And I would like to see our defense uh, biggest bold predictions. Taylor will get his defense together. Look, it's we need to be healthy, right? And yep. that was that was our disagreement every year, right? Is that we were just never healthy. We were never okay. able to stay healthy and be on the field, and it was just so frustrating. I mean, so how many defensive linemen did we lose last year? Like Tito went down, 
yeah. Johnson went down. Um, but actually, SJD was fine. But yeah. it just it's it sucks when when you start losing players like that. It's tough, right? And the good news is. Staley's got his guys in there now, right? He has the right players. They just got to stay healthy. And if, and if they yep. can do that, we'll be, we'll be in fine shape. So I'm excited, yep. you know, so there's a lot to be said about that. Absolutely, man. So you want to wrap it up? I know we're like an hour and 20 minutes in on this one, but uh, yeah, we just like to talk. We just flap our gums, dude. It's just super fun for us. You know, we love, we love sitting there chatting with you guys about everything yep. too, man. And uh, this is great all around. And we love to be able to hear this. I mean, once again, I think the charges posted today that we're 120 days from week one. And, yep. uh, you know, my last thoughts are is that I'm excited about this team. I'm excited about this year for this team. And yep. what I said in this podcast is I think Brandon Staley really has his squad now. Yep. I think he's really found his guys. Remember, Joe Lombardi wasn't his first choice, by nope. the way, Not as an offensive coordinator. It was basically Kevin O'Connell, who's the head coach for the, the Vikings. So, this is one thing here that I think we really got a good squad going into this year. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm counting the days down. And by the way, happy Mother's Day to everybody out there. If there's any mothers on this, whatnot, happy Mother's Day. We're kind of doing the show just today because tomorrow is Mother's Day. Exactly. Um, correct. So we're, we're excited to be able to be here on this one with you guys. But, you know, bolt up, guys. Let's keep it going. So last thoughts, Andy. Yeah, I would just say this, man. Like, like look, at the end of the day, guys, I think we got an awesome draft. The draft is amazing. Secondarily, I think that, um, and Joey, you know, you're right. You know, I, I, I think we don't have a lot of holes on this team guys. Like we yep. don't, we just got to stay damn healthy for a change. And, Please. and I, like, I feel like there's so much that we're doing right. And we just got to stay healthy. Please yep. keep Herbert upright, you know, and, and we're going to be fine. We're going to score points. We're going to be fine. And, Look, I'm saying, yeah, let's go. Let's go, Brandon. Say, what's up? What's up? Brandon Staley, baby, let's go. Now, I will say this with Kellen Moore, I do think we're going to go more fourth and Staley this season, too. Kellen Moore wants to light up the scoreboard. So, guess what? Let's go for it. Let's go for it. I got to play. I got to play. He's going to draw up some plays that are going to be great at fourth down, fourth and short, whatever, right? So, guys, I'm. I couldn't be more excited. I just, I just, I just can't, you know, I can't, I, I couldn't be more excited. I, I think it's going to be amazing. So boys, I'm ready for and it. Girls, we're going to be excited. It's going to be good. It's a good season. Yep. I'm looking forward to this season, man. And it's like, I keep thinking about training camp and everything too in July. And, uh, you know, hopefully being out there with you guys out there day one of training camp. I mean, it was last year. It was straight up lit. It was, was going lit. on there, man. Lit. There was so lit. many people there. I mean, I remember the Pat McAfee showing an image of of uh, training camp and saying, "Oh, Chargers fans don't have any fa- or Chargers don't have any fans." Well, look at this; it was just packed, packed, yep. and there was so many fans there. Really cool situation there, and I think there's going to be a big hype for this season too. So, once again, guys, I'm excited to be able to get the season going all around, and we appreciate you guys' support and everything too on the channel. We do this for you guys. Um, it gives us an outlet to be able to talk about our team. Yep. And uh, my wife doesn't care about talking about the Chargers. So, hey, <laughs> I, I want to talk to Chargers fans. So, uh, exactly right. Right, right, 100%. Yeah. Yep. So, um, I, I get to bore you guys with all my useless facts about the Chargers and such. So, <laughs> um, but either way, guys, I'm excited and appreciate you guys' support all around. And uh, let's keep it this season going. I can't wait. Yeah, me too. All right. So, you hit the button. Or I'm going to hit the button. I'll hit it. I'll hit it. Okay. All right, all guys. guys. See you guys. Happy Mother's Day. Bolt up. Bolt bros. Let's Let's go. go.